Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, By now, um, you're aware that Elon Musk has succeeded in his takeover, his purchase of Twitter. He's put in, I think it's uh, $44 billion or so, and he's raised another $10 billion, give or take, uh, in loans. And he wants to take it private. That's the plan. And short of uh, one of these joke of a federal agency in Washington, D.C., short of them interfering, of course, and they might. The SEC is an ugly place. The FTC is an ugly place. The antitrust division, an ugly place. But nonetheless, this is a positive development extremely positive i don't know elon musk i don't know his politics i don't care about his politics twitter was in the back pocket of the democrat party of course according to the marxists in the democrat party it wasn't doing enough for them but that's their game twitter look what they did to trump look what they did trump supporters look what they did to scientists and medical experts when it came to the vaccine and on and on and on and of course i resigned from twitter about a year and a half, give or take, ago, uh, because I said, even though they hadn't banned me, I didn't like what they did to President Trump, and I'm not in third grade, and nobody gets to uh, put me in a timeout or suspend me. Screw them. And as you know, we left. And then I said, and while I'm at it, I'm leaving Facebook. Facebook is irredeemable. Mark Zuckerberg is irredeemable. He spent $417 million in my view, to change the results of the election, as have others. Look, I'm being honest with you. The more the facts come out, it's undeniable. Unless you're watching MSNBC or 
CNN or listening to Dizzy Lizzy Cheney and all the other frauds, phonies and fools. You're not getting the facts. The facts are starting to come out. Now, that said, Mr. Producer told me that it looks like this takeover by Musk is going to succeed. And then shortly while I'm on the phone with him, he says, actually, it did succeed. I said, okay. Are we ready to ramp up our Twitter account? He said, we're ready to go. And so I tweeted for the first time in a year and a half. I tweeted. Thanks to new ownership, I decided to return to Twitter. So you can now follow me, a Mark Levin show at Twitter. But we are not going to show disloyalty to Parler or Getter. What's the new one, Rich? True Social. We've just started with True Social. Rumble. We're going to stick with them. None of that has changed. None of it. So when I post on one, right, Mr. Producer, we'll post on all. So when I post on one, we're posting on all of them. That's all five of them. But on Twitter, we still have 2.6 million followers, even though I left. And I'd like us to build it up to 3 million as quickly as possible, because now Mark is back. And we're going to pound the hell out of the enemy. Now, there's a period between the time when the official transfer of ownership takes place. So I may be temporarily banned by the Marxist oligarchs of Silicon Valley. So what? So what? So I don't know what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if we'll have to pull out again. I don't know. But for now, I want to encourage you to join me. So, Mr. Producer, just to have a marker, where are we now on the various stats here on Twitter? We already have one million impressions. We have one million impressions in less than an hour just by my tweeting that I'm coming back. How many followers did we leave? 2.6 million. We want to get, as I said, sorry, we want to get that to 3 million. So we want to muscle up now. We want to muscle up now. Again, if we have to reverse course, we will. We're very flexible here because I decide. I decide. We're flexible. When we say we're going to send MiG-29s, we mean it, don't we, Mr. Producer? I don't know. I don't want Russia. You know. So uh, we'll be in good shape there. And I want to congratulate Mr. Musk. It's going to be a very difficult task. But if people working at Twitter are upset and fire them so they're not upset we don't want them to have mental health issues fire them and they can go join the dnc or cnn or msnbc or or maybe the uh the nba i don't know we're all the wealthy uh ungrateful americans seem to be or espn as a matter of fact but in any event uh we want to congratulate him I think it's a big deal. And there's a lot for us to get into here, too. They're concerned about this at the White House. They're concerned about this. And by the way, I won't be happy until Zucker turns out, too. Why don't we have, you know, we have these billionaires out there who fund rhino candidates, who buy uh, this and buy that, buy this, buy that. 
really, they play it safe. They play it safe. We have a lot of billionaires. Uh, they fund J.D. Vance or, the, or whatever it is. I don't know. Don't get me started. I got a few in the front of my mind. One day. One day. But not today. Why don't they, why don't they do something serious like Elon Musk just did? And if they're not the wealthiest or second wealthiest or fifth wealthiest man on the planet, we'll join with other wealthy billionaires, multi-billionaires, and buy Facebook and fix it. Now, let me give you a couple predictions here. A lot of conservatives, because of this program and because of what Mr. Musk did, are now going to move over to Twitter and open their Twitter sites. And I want to tell you that's very important. Let's do it. Number two, please maintain your loyalty to Getter and Parler and Rumble and Trust and Truth Social. Please remain loyal to them as well. They fought like hell in the wilderness. And for all we know, we may go back to the wilderness. And I think we need to have our sights on this. Ready for this? By the way, Mediaite is a real sleazeball operation. Do you see the commenters over there, Mr. Mediaite? For the first time in my life, I looked at the commenters. Sleazy, foul-mouthed pukes. And Dan Abrams is fine with that. Dan Abrams and the squirrel that he glues to his head, they're fine with that. Dan Abrams and his sister, a Democrat, was appointed a judge by Obama. His brother is a prosecutor that was looking into Trump. But this guy pretends to be a journalist. And then he, he, he founds this Mediaite. Ooh, what a clever name. Nobody knows what the hell it means. And they're basically a knockoff of Media Matters, which is a George Soros operation, of course. All right, let me get back to this. Pasaki at the White House press briefing today. Cut one, go. Quick one on the, the breaking news. Twitter agreeing to let Elon Musk uh, purchase, make this, go through this purchase. Uh, All right, let's slow down. Uh, hello, reporter. Twitter had to agree. Twitter didn't have a leg to stand on. It couldn't say we're not selling for political reasons. First of all, nobody knows what Musk's politics are. He believes in free speech. I guess that's a right-wing idea, you know, white supremacists. But nonetheless, I mean, after all, he did migrate from South Africa. Uh, but the point is, it wasn't that Twitter let him. Twitter had no choice. It's an enormous amount of money, and the shareholders demanded it. Remember, we had a long conversation about this yesterday, and then we brought on the former CEO of McDonald's and all the rest. The job of a corporation is business. It's not social engineering. Free speech is not social engineering. Free speech is an unalienable human right. Go ahead. To that, and does the White House have any concern that this new agreement might have President Trump back on the So this is a so-called reporter. And let me ask Pasaki, who really is sort of an MSNBC host, remember? Too bad she didn't go to CNN Plus, where we'd never hear from her again. But nonetheless, here we have a so-called reporter. We don't know her name. What's her face? Excuse me. It. We have an it. We're not allowed to say gender identity here. We have an it. And by the way, Mother's Day has now been changed to it day. It day. 
because we don't believe in mothers. And of course, we have a Supreme Court justice in the wings who doesn't know how to define woman. Therefore, she doesn't know how to define mother. Maybe she can define, I can define Jeff Mother Zucker. Right? Right, Rich? Anyway, let me continue. So here we have Pasaki, who's already in MSNBC, already signed a deal. Pretend she hasn't. Winking or not. Yep, yep, yep. That sounds good. It's north of, you know, a million. Okay, okay. I'm not allowed to negotiate, but wink, wink, wink. Uh, And she's concerned. And, of course, the president's concerned. Not about the mayhem and the mass murders in Ukraine. Oh, he's concerned enough to spend the weekend in Wilmington with his, no doubt, neurologist. But nonetheless... I mean, Dr. Jill, they're concerned about this. Go ahead. On a specific transaction, uh, what I can tell you as a general matter, no matter who owns or runs uh, Twitter, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, the president has long been concerned about the power of large uh-huh. social media platforms. Uh, what they ha- The power they have over our everyday lives has long argued that tech platforms must be held accountable for the harms they cause. Uh, he has been a strong supporter of fundamental re- reforms to achieve that goal, including reforms to Section 230, enacting antitrust reforms, requiring more transparency and more. What the Hey, listen, he's been at the forefront of wanting reforms on there. Oh, yeah. He's come to the defense of free speech over and over and over again. Sure, when they knocked out Trump there, Biden was at the front. So, hey, I don't agree with Trump, but bring him back. No, he didn't. Biden's not for free speech. He's not for the Bill of Rights at all. Does he speak out for due process for the people who paraded and trespassed on January 6th? No, of course not. He didn't defend the cops when they were under attack by Black Lives Matter, did he? No, in fact, he doesn't even talk about Black Lives Matter anymore or demand that they make good on the financial fraud that they committed. Widespread, I might add. Does he? No. So Biden's always been concerned. So now they want to unleash. This is Pisaki sending a message to the antitrust division with Meritless Garland at the helm. This is Pisaki sending a message to the Federal Trade Commission. This is Pisaki sending a message to the Securities and Exchange Climate Commission. Oh, yeah, now it's climate. This is Pisaki sending a message. Unleash the power of the federal government against this man. The fact that he would dare to privatize our Twitter. Where our agenda is promoted every damn day. That is unacceptable. More when I return. Mark Levin. Folks, it's no secret that Americans are more divided than ever, and it's not just over what policies will improve our great country. No, it's over whether America is great at all, whether America deserves our love. That's why Imprimus, Hillsdale's Digest of Liberty, is so important. Imprimus looks at the issues of the day from a constitutional perspective, reminding citizens always of our great heritage of liberty. For 50 years, Imprimus has featured speeches given at Hillsdale events by the smartest conservative thinkers and writers. These days, Hillsdale publishes people like Victor Davis Hanson, Molly Hemingway, and Chris Rufo. Over 6.2 million American households and businesses receive Imprimus absolutely free, and I urge you to sign up for it today at absolutely no charge. I always look forward to receiving my copy of Imprimus. My friends at Hillsdale and I want you to have a free subscription as well. To get your free subscription, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, L-E-V-I-N, 
for Hillsdale.com. Just listen to the tyrannical American Marxists, whether they're Republics or Democrats, whether they're in the media or out of the media, the Donnie Douches, who's a pop-up figure every now and then on the Morning Schmo Show, or B.S. Brian Helter-Stelter, the prebubescent host on the, the Constipated News Network. When it comes to and came to Disney... What are you, what are you, socialists? Well, well, this guy just says he's interfering in the private sector? Now, keep in mind, it was the private sector interfering with the decisions being made by the governor and the Republican legislature, and that private sector being headquartered in California. We have a relative handful of oligarchs overseeing your children and making sure they understand which genitalia they are. Hey, Johnny. Johnny? What, what, what? Johnny, come over. Yeah. Do you know what this is? Mommy, mommy. No, no, no. Johnny. Johnny. Or do you know what this is? Mommy, mommy. Uh, Johnny. Just because you have this doesn't mean you shouldn't have that. Mommy. And mommy comes along. Pervert, pervert. There's a pervert. No, no, no. That's the CEO of Disney. Very progressive. Very progressive. Here, little boy, take this comic book with you. It's all drawn up in pictures. This is the Disney family. Of course, you know who we are. The Disney family. Mommy! Mommy! No, 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 no. Your mommy has no right to know what I'm showing you, little boy. No right to know. So in comes DeSantis, says, uh, this is kind of sick for five, six, seven, eight-year-olds. We're going to outlaw it in our public schools, which, of course, are under the thumb of the state. We're going to prevent this. Uh, we're going to pass a law that says you can't sexualize little kids. Oh, it's the anti-gay law. So really, these organizations are trashing gay people. Because the gay people I know, and I know a number of them, the gay people I know, don't support sexualizing little babies either. So they're stereotyping on the hard left, the radical kooks and Iger and the other schmuck who replaced Iger. Now we have a company that's going private to promote what? Free speech. And they oppose that. Where is the governor of, uh, of Colorado? Polis, Polis, Puthead, whatever his name is. Where is he? Where is that Brian Stelter lookalike? No, 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 you can't do that. We can't have free speech. Only the speech we demand. More when I return. Folks, it's no secret that Americans are more divided than ever, and it's not just over what policies will improve our great country. No, it's over whether America is great at all, whether America deserves our love. That's why Imprimus, Hillsdale's Digest of Liberty, is so important. And Primus looks at the issues of the day from a constitutional perspective, reminding citizens always of our great heritage of liberty. For 50 years, and Primus has featured speeches given at Hillsdale events by the smartest conservative thinkers and writers. These days, Hillsdale publishes people like Victor Davis Hanson, Molly Hemingway, and Chris Rufo. Over 6.2 million American households and businesses receive in Primus absolutely free, and I urge you to sign up for it today 
at absolutely no charge. I always look forward to receiving my copy of Imprimus. My friends at Hillsdale and I want you to have a free subscription as well. To get your free subscription, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Nobody says it better than Mark Levin. I'll go with what Mark Levin said, because nobody could say it better. Call in now at 877-381-3811. In hour three of the program, hello, hello, hello. In hour three of the program, we're going to have Mr. Ohio conservative Josh Mandel on the program. I figure if he can get back to back to back on uh, Fox, my dear colleagues and friends on that platform, Somebody ought to give him a little bit of air time, so I'll be the somebody. Besides, I endorsed him a long time ago, and I'm glad I did. So did Jim Jordan. So did Mike Lee. So did Ted Cruz. So did General Flynn. Um, and look, we can have our disagreements. I adore POTUS. He knows I do. And what's been done to him today, and I'll get to that in a moment, too. I'll get to that in a moment, too, with the idiot fraud attorney general of new york who should be disbarred and removed from office but they're loaded with these radical left judges and everything else you can't get a fair break in new york you just can't you can't but i hope those of you who are voting early will support josh mandel because the country needs a congress excuse me a senator like him we need a Strong center. Well, I, I, people didn't like the debate where he got up in the guy's face. That's one of the reasons I love the guy. This is a combat veteran. He's serious about what he's saying. He plays for real. You know, uh, the media are going to continue to be the mouthpieces for this January 6th committee, I'm afraid to say. They're being fed a little at a time, breadcrumbs here and there, and they're regurgitating stuff. They're regurgitating stuff. They want to do everything they can to take Trump out. They want to do everything they can to put the scarlet letter on his supporters, on his inner staff, on the lawyers who work for him and everything else. And I'm going to resist this. We're going to fight this. We're going to keep fighting this. Meanwhile, I didn't forget where I was. We're going to move along quickly. There's so much more to discuss. Let's go to Brian Helter Skelter, prebubescent host. On CNN today, cut to go. If you, uh, if you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom uh, for, for everybody, do you actually want to go to that party? Or are you going to decide to stay home? And that's a question for Twitter users. Some Twitter users might love the idea that there's going to be absolutely no moderation and no rules at all. Others might not want to be anywhere near that. Am I, am I crazy, Matt? No, no, you're right. And what, what happens <laughs> yeah, to the Yeah, other- no, you're right. Who the hell is that guy? And you know what I call this, Mr. This is sort of the binaryism on free speech. May I say that? Aren't we supposed to say anything goes on free speech, Mr. Producer? Why is it that people like Stelter believe anything goes on sex, including calling something something other than it actually is biologically? But when it comes to free, hey, we got to get rules and boundaries, and we got to have this, and we got to shut up, you moron. CNN, what a joke. Watch CNN. Watch them go right off the cliff. Wasn't there a billionaire who said he was going to buy CNN, Mr. Uh, Call Screener, at some point? Well, what happened? Well, you can get that for pennies on the dollar. CNN Plus. 
I mean, I think you can get that at a, I think they'll give it to you for a, they'll pay you to take it. Particularly that Chris Wallace. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sunday. Anyway, um, then we have Donnie Douche. Donnie Douche is a sort of a flasher as terms of a guess. He flashes on and off. I don't mean his clothes. What are you thinking? He's sort of a flasher on the set of the morning schmo. Kind of runs across and he shows up again. And you can see he spends a lot of time in one of those women's uh, beauty parlors, we used to call them, you know, where the head is under the uh, heater thing. What do you call that, Rich? Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about? He's, he's got the curls going. A salon, that's right. He's got the colored hair job. He's got the curls going. He works a long time on his head there, his hair. Donnie Douche does. And he's... He's not exactly the Mark Twain of our day. Let's hear what Donnie Douche has to say, shall we? Cut three, go. First, before we go into On Brand, your thoughts on Elon Musk. I must say that, that I have to say, Mika Brzezinski and Brian Stelter sound exactly the same to me. Do they do you, Mr. Producer? Her voice is a little lower, but she sounds to me like Brian Stelter and Versa Visa Visa. Versa. I'll give you an example. Start at cut two again. Go. If you, uh, if you get invited to something. Right, shut up, idiot. All right, now go to cut three. First, before we go into See what brain. I mean? It's very similar. I think we can conclude a pre-bubescent Brian Stelter and a post-bubescent Mika Brzezinski sound about the same. Cut three, go. First, before we go into on brand, your thoughts on Elon Musk taking yeah, over simple, Twitter? Simple equation. I, I don't know. To me, when the, the richest guy douche. takes yeah. over the most important social media platform, that's just not a winning formula to me. It reminds me of old Bond movies where, you know, Dr. Evil and guys like that or Goldfinger were, were going to take over the media. Uh, I, I just it, my tummy meter says there's something just not great about what a, this. What a, what, a, what a buffoon. His tummy meter. Oh. And uh, Elon Musk, he's worried about Elon. The richest guy in the world takes over the most important social media. I'm worried. Of course you're worried about it, you schmuck. You guys own Twitter. You're having a grand old time over there, tweeting away. Tweeting on the job. Tweeting. And, uh, and now some guy belong, believes in uh, free speech, you know. Uh, and for, uh, for douche, it reminds him of Dr. Evil and Goldfinger. Dr. Evil and Goldfinger, that's what it reminds him of, yeah? Well, your host friend there, Scarborough, reminds me of uh, Deliverance. In fact, you remind me of Deliverance. You remind me of the guy who broke his arm. Remember that guy, Mr. Producer? Oh, what a movie. I can't watch this movie again. It's too upsetting, to be perfectly honest. Oh, it reminds me of Goldfinger. Here's a guy who believes in free speech. He's an immigrant. There he is selling uh, electrical electric vehicles, which is what they say they want, but they want to keep him away because he's not part of, you know, the Democrat Party cabal. Here's a guy who's done more to help the Ukrainians than douche will ever do. Like trying to keep open their satellite communications and their Internet communications. Where's Verizon? Where's Verizon? Anyway, so uh, he's doing that. Now he says, I believe in free speech. Now we'll see what he's able to accomplish. If he's 50% better than Twitter, he's accomplished a hell of a lot, right? He's shaking things up. 
Well, I don't know. It reminds me of Dr. Evil. It would, you schmo. You, uh, you, you're one of the uh, B actors on Deliverance, you jerk. And there's, uh, and there's Mr. Deliverance himself. Ladies and gentlemen, my wife often wonders. She says, you must really love radio the way you express yourself. Because I don't do this at home in the privacy of the house, you know. I just do it when I'm on the air with you. Why? I don't know. It's just in me. It's got to get out. It's my inner self. My inner self. All right. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, it's no secret that Americans are more divided than ever. And it's not just over what policies will improve our great country. No, it's over whether America is great at all. Whether America deserves our love. That's why I'm Primus. Hillsdale's Digest of Liberty is so important. Imprimus looks at the issues of the day from a constitutional perspective, reminding citizens always of our great heritage of liberty. For 50 years, Imprimus has featured speeches given at Hillsdale events by the smartest conservative thinkers and writers. These days, Hillsdale publishes people like Victor Davis Hanson, Molly Hemingway, and Chris Rufo. Over 6.2 million American households and businesses receive Imprimus absolutely free, and I urge you to sign up for it today at absolutely no charge. I always look forward to receiving my copy of Imprimus. My friends at Hillsdale and I want you to have a free subscription as well. To get your free subscription, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. You know, you have a really terrific attorney general in Arizona. You really do. He is litigating the hell out of this Biden administration. He is fighting like hell on this border. I mean, I I am very impressed, which is why I endorsed Mark Bronovich for the U.S. Senate race out there. Again, I guess I'm going up against, uh, what's the billionaire's name again? Peter Thiel. Pete Thiel. The Peachster, who's backing J.D. Vance because they work together on in his financial services firm. He's backing another business guy out in Arizona. Hey, we need another business guy like Trump. What makes you think they're another business guy like Trump? Because they say they are. I think Trump's one of a kind, if you ask me. Doesn't mean there aren't good business people, but we also know there's corporatists, don't we? And so um, he, lawyers from his office, just succeeded in getting a temporary restraining order to keep Title 42 in place. This is the Attorney General of Arizona, Mark Bronovich. He should be endorsed for that slot. And we'll continue to have him on. Hey, look, folks, I'm, I'm... For me, it's not personality, it's principle. It's that simple. It's the mission. It's the mission. That's what I care about, the mission. There's nothing in it for me. I'm not running for anything. There's nothing in it for me. I don't get a... You know what? I don't get money for this. What do you think? I'm I'm Omar's husband and slash brother? Right, Mr. Bitter? Didn't she marry her brother? I don't think that's a good idea, by the way. Uh, But what do I know? 
what do I know? Anything goes except, of course, when it comes to free speech on Twitter. And so we want to salute the Attorney General of Arizona, Mark Bronovich. We want to salute his lawyers for getting a TRO. They're not easy to get, let alone against an administration, to keep Title 42 in place, at least for now. And they pledge to continue to fight the Biden administration's open border policies. And he's done a fantastic job of fighting them in court. And he's won a number of cases. I just want to point that out. Because if I don't, nobody else will. I mentioned that we're going to have uh, Josh Mandel on the program. Now, why did I endorse Josh Mandel? Well, he lived much of his career in San Francisco. Actually, he didn't. Well, he called Trump Hitler and everything. Actually, he didn't. Well, he was not a supporter of the Tea Party. He was a, uh, no, that's not true. He was of the Tea Party. And I could go on and on and on. Josh Mandel is a combat vet who as treasurer of Ohio fought Kasich. And they're attacking him because he had a divorce. They're lying about the divorce. It was actually a fairly... Amical divorce, but they lie and they create the gossip and they feed it. So the big smear is on. Just lay out J.D. Vance's credentials to uh, Josh Mandel. There's a guy, uh, Schwartz, I can't remember his name. I've met him before, Arthur. Arthur, you know better than to tweet out what you've tweeted. Now I'm on Twitter as of three hours ago or two hours ago. He called him a rhino. Based on what? He was a winger before you were. You said he wants to go to war. This is a man who fought in war. First of all, you shouldn't talk about a vet like that. Secondly, that's not true. If you support J.D. Vance, just tell us all the fantastic reasons that people should vote for him. That's all. That's my view. That's my view. When Josh Mandel comes on this program, I want him to explain to the people in the United States, and that includes Ohio, of course, why he should be in the Senate. Don't use the liberal tactics, the smear tactics. I reject that. Just a personal comment. Can't we all just get along? Anyway, um, I wanted to point that out, too. Now, one of the reasons... I really do adore Donald Trump. His presidency was fantastic. Nobody else could expose the media the way he did. He's fighting the the massive fraud in our electoral system. Whether you agree with one argument or another is beside the point. And there are these two fantastic movies out. Rigged and one coming from Dinesh D'Souza. And I know the corporatists on the various boards are very wary. Hey, Mark, you better not talk about... I'll talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. Right, Mr. Musk? Now, you want to see tyranny, then look at the attacks on Trump. New York judge holds Donald Trump in contempt for failing to comply with subpoena for business documents. They go after his various businesses. He doesn't even really run them anymore. He's out of office. They impeach him when he's out of office. And, of course, there's Romney. See, I did it. The only Republican to ever vote to impeach somebody in their own party. Romney. And he's as 
dumb as they come. And by the way, as a footnote, I was thinking about this. You got jerks like Larry Hogan, jerks like Romney, jerks like this Baker in Massachusetts who's been uh, the governor there. These are Republicans, and when Romney was a governor in Massachusetts, they didn't change their state for the better. They didn't empower the Republican Party. You look at DeSantis. DeSantis has changed his state. What did I do? Mess up? DeSantis has changed his state. He's changed the voter registration. He's taken from a Democrat state to a Republican state in registration. Larry Hogan doesn't even try. Baker, Romney, they didn't try. That's why the Democrats love them and hate DeSantis as a side point. I want to continue with this Trump, this New York judge, the attorney general, and the January 6th committee. Because what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen, is worse than the old Soviet Union. Because we're the United States of America. And this kind of crap should not be taking place. I've got a ton more when I come. By the way, did we figure out who this Emily was? Is that her name again? Emily on Twitter with the comments. Was her name Emily? Fiance to Max Miller or something? This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. It would be good, I think, if people who believe in free speech would buy up like broadcast companies, don't you think, Mr. Reducer? Buy up broadcast companies if you believe in free speech. You know, who want hosts on their stations who who believe in liberty and can articulate it. That sort of thing. It'd be very nice if that were the case. It's the case in some instances, but not all. You wouldn't believe some of the crap I have to put up with. I keep very copious notes, though. One day I'm going to write a book, Mr. Producer. You think it'll sell? I think it'll sell. You'd be shocked by some of what a host, just like me, little old me, have to put up with. And so one day that'll be a book. I think I'm going to call it Iacocca. What do you think? Oh, there is one? There was one. No, okay. But I'm quite serious. When I retire, when I'm done, whenever that is, I pull, you know, I keep my little chicken notes. And uh, I'll let you know some of the behind the scenes stuff. It's really quite interesting. I was going to start now, but that's probably a bad idea. So Elizabeth Warren, who's a fool, who lied about her life for most of her life, claiming she was part Native American, when she was never part Native American, 
I even doubt she's part American. But hey, what do I know? In order to get jobs and in order to move up the chain at Harvard and other places, she knew the game. But she took a slot that otherwise may have gone to a Native American. And she's still a senator. And she still wants to be president. Nothing stops them. It's like this guy Al Franken wants to come back, despite the fact that he was quite and is, based on the photos and all, the misogynist. Or Joy Reid, the homophobe and the anti-Semite. There she is. She's on MSNBC. But Marjorie, uh, what is that woman's name? The congresswoman. Marjorie Teller Green is not fit to sit in the United States Congress. So they bring up this insurrection and they try and stop her. They concoct an insurrection. It wasn't an insurrection. They go to a friendly federal court. The judge says, no, I'm not going to dismiss this. I believe the judge is related to some Democrat like Stacey. I don't know. But they let the case go on. And now she's fighting for the right to actually be a nominee. So they turn the Constitution against the Constitution, as I tell you all the time. They turn liberty against liberty. The idea that Maxine Waters can be there and Omar and Talib and uh, what else? AOC and Presley and Baker and all the other Marxist clowns can be there. The other hate America, anti-Semites and all the rest of them. That's fine. Damn, yeah, they have every right to run. How dare you? We got one clown in California. No, it's Hawaii, a Democrat. She hasn't come back to vote since mid-January. I'm afraid the vi- she keeps doing the proxy, the proxy, the proxy. She's getting paid out there. It's a long flight to Hawaii from Washington. But if you don't want to be in Congress, then what are you doing? Collecting a check. That sounds to me like fraud. But anyway, here we have every damn week it's something else for Donald Trump. The way they attack this man. The way they attack his finance. You know, funny thing is this. Donald Trump came into office as a multi-billionaire. If he wanted to make more money, the worst thing he could have done is run for president of the United States. If his family wanted to make more money, the worst thing they could have done is be part of his administration and have their dad run for president of the United States. It's the worst thing they could have done. Yeah, we need his tax returns, and we need his property records, and we want to know what the assessment was. Did he pay enough property taxes on his business? And what about the emoluments clause? We actually have foreigners staying at his hotel. We can't have that. And on and on and on and on. Then we have the Obamas, probably now worth a quarter of a billion dollars, getting paid off by one left-wing billionaire after Netflix. Which is going in the tank. Congratulations. You and CNN plus. Plus what? Plus more bullcrap. CNN out. Netflix. Bye bye. Comcast, you're next. Subsidizing MSLSD and Joy Reid and uh, Tiffany Cross. Oh, Tiffany. Tiffany? Why are you such a bigot, Tiffany? Then they bring in one loser, clown after another, saying the most outrageous things, racist things. But the guys at Comcast don't care. They're wealthy, white guys in Philadelphia. Just bring in the bucks. A New York judge. Where the hell is this from? CNBC. A New York judge 
of former President Trump in contempt of court for failing to comply with a subpoena for business documents related to an investigation by the state attorney general's office. She runs for office saying that she's going to put Trump in jail. She runs for office saying that Trump is a criminal. And effectively, she's going to chase him down. She's going to use the taxpayer resources and her office to get Trump. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you can't have an attorney general that conducts herself this way. This jerk, what's her name? Letitia James. Letitia, would you invite Letitia James on the show, please? Tell her it's a big reach we have here. We have a big reach in New York, all over the damn place. We would love Letitia James to come on the program. LJ, we like to call her. We'd like LJ to come on the show, and I want to question her politely, respectfully, as she always is, about this case. I think will be fantastic, don't you, ladies and gentlemen? Letitia needs to stop hiding behind her friendly reporters and prosecutors. Come out of the closet and have a chat with me. James is investigating the Trump organization over allegations that it improperly manipulated the state values of various real estate assets to obtain more favorable financial terms for loans and insurance coverage and to lower their taxes. They can accuse any one of you who owns a home of the same damn thing. They can accuse any one of you who owns a business of the same damn thing. Any one of you who owns a farm or a ranch of the same damn thing. What you try to do, right, is when they come out and they do their assessment, you say, wait a minute, that guy over there, this guy over there, that's not worth as much as you say. They're trying to jack it way up so they can bankrupt you with their property taxes, and you're arguing against it. No, 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 it should be lower because of ABC, XYZ. There's no reason to subpoena business records to try and turn a civil investigation into a criminal case. There's no reason for this. And this jerk, excuse me, this judge knows it. A New York judge held former President Trump in contempt. I hold them in contempt. What do you think of that? I hold that January 6th committee in contempt. The contempt finding by Judge Arthur Engeron in the Manhattan Supreme Court. Now, New York does things differently. Their Supreme Court is their lowest trial court. Everywhere else in the world, it's the highest. In New York, it's the lowest court. What are you, sir? Hey, I'm on the uh, Supreme Court in New York. Wow. You're a big wing. Yes, I am. No, you're not. You're a little snot. The contempt finding by Judge Arthur Engoron in Manhattan Supreme Court. Can you imagine any of you? Having a case in front of a judge in Manhattan. Can you imagine that, Mr. Producer? Oi, Gavolt. It's like having a case in Washington, D.C. if you're a Trump supporter. Oh, excuse me. Let's see here. The contempt finding by Judge Arthur Engeron in Manhattan. Supreme Court came after more than a two-hour hearing in which lawyers for New York Attorney General Letitia James Blasted Trump for dragging his feet and turning over the demanded documents. We demand that you give us what we want so we can incriminate you. And we demand it immediately. What do they want? They have access to all the property records. They have access to the taxes. They have access to assessor reports. They can send out assessors out there now. What do they want? 
We subpoenaed every, we want the information. What information? I don't know. Isn't it interesting you don't get this in the story? James is investigating the Trump organization over allegations that it improperly manipulated the stated values of various real estate assets. Well, that's an allegation. They manipulated the real estate asset values. Well, if you know that, that's your allegation. Well, what are you subpoenaing? You've already drawn your conclusions. Mr. Trump, I know you take business seriously and I take mine seriously. I hereby hold you in civil contempt. Judge Eric, uh, is it Aragon? Is he the head of uh, Turkey, too? Said, although Trump was not in the courtroom, Reuters report. So now we have a drama queen in black robe in the Manhattan court. Yelling out to Mr. Trump, and he knows Mr. Trump's not there. Doesn't matter. It's like that jerk judge in Central California holding Trump responsible for an insurrection. It's not even his case. There's nothing in front of him. What do you make of that, Roberts? Well, I have to check with Tommy Friedman next time we're at the ballet together. Over there at the Kennedy Center. We got to take a good... Maybe when I'm getting the super large box of M&Ms. You know, I like the M&Ms with peanuts. Uh, It's less likely to melt in your hands, uh, particularly uh, on a hot, uh, you know, day uh, like it was today. That said, I do prefer a zero Coke to a Diet Coke. And maybe I'll have... Shut up, you idiot. Judge... Engarone cited Trump's repeated failures to turn over material sought by James investigators. Uh, Judge, do you have a problem with what she said when she was running for office? Of course not. Of course I don't know. What do you think I am? I'm a judge. The fine associated with the contempt order immediately takes effect. James promptly tweeted, today justice prevailed. No, today justice didn't prevail, you radical kook. Today, justice prevailed. Same party, one of the most radical cities on the face of the earth. Today, justice prevailed. Yeah, we targeted Trump. I told you I was going to target Trump. Oh, yeah, I'm going to screw him over big time. He wouldn't give me more stuff so I could attack him. No, no, even though we have all of their tax records, even though we have all their assessment records, even though we have everything we need, we subpoenaed and he wouldn't give it. Today, justice was done. You jerk. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. We're back, America. 
Of course, I never left. Here we are. So Elizabeth Warren and her comrades, the other members of her Politburo, believe that student loans should be forgiven at least $50,000 worth because they believe in the little guy. 34% of the population of the United States completed a four-year college degree. That means 66% did not. Hello, hello. And I didn't even need a law degree to come to that conclusion. My mind's very quick, you know. Does that seem fair to you? Now, the people who have more income in this country are those who have a four-year college degree. And those who have advanced degrees beyond four years, masters, PhDs, JDs, MDs, MSDFs, uh, just kidding. Anyway, those tend to earn the most. Not all, but most. And so Elizabeth Warren has an idea for the people, because she's a populist, don't you know? And that is to forgive $50,000 in indebtedness to colleges and universities. The American taxpayer would make it up. Now, I would ask you people who didn't finish or even attend college, who work with your hands, and I don't mean like Hunter Biden or Jeffrey Tubin. You get my point. You actually are productive. I ask you folks who drive taxis and Ubers and Lyft, I ask you folks who work heavy machinery, whether in assembly line or dump truck or whatever, I ask you folks who build things like vehicles or anything. I ask you mechanics, electricians and plumbers, construction workers, mason workers. I ask you butchers, bakers, candlestick makers. I ask all of you folks who actually produce things and make this country function rather than lobby and do the rest of that crap. Do you think it's fair that people who earn more than you should be subsidized by you? And isn't it interesting that the American Marxists are pushing this? Now, why would they push such a thing? I thought they cared about the people. You, the people. Because they don't give a damn about you. That's why. It's about power, and it's about rewarding their base. The biggest percentage of vote the Democrats get, putting race aside and all the rest of it, is from those who have advanced college degrees, followed by those who have four-year degrees. You white working-class people, or for that matter, black working-class people, or for that matter, any working-class people, not so much. And why student loans? Why, why, why just student loans when two-thirds of the nation doesn't have student loans? Why are we focused on student loans? What we focused on, say, and I'm just saying this, I don't support it, but saying it as, 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 as a logical matter, 
Why not $50,000 forgiveness on everybody's mortgage, Mr. Producer? Why not do that, America? What's with this student loan stuff? I'll tell you what it is. They are breeding, in many respects, individuals to hate the country. A whole farm team. And these people don't just go into Congress. These people don't just go into teaching. Not that all teachers and so forth. You get the point. But they go onto corporate boards. They come out of the same milieu. Don't you see? That's why you have these corporatists who are no different than the American Marxists when it comes to the Democrat Party. Who are no different than the, than the uh, these so-called tenured types who, who, of course, are, in many cases, American Marxists too. They come out of the same sweat pot. Is there a sweat pot, Mr. Producer? Well, you get my... Okay, spittle pot. Spitting dish. Toilet. I'll be right back for more. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. He said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does, and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com. Find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. You're listening to Denali, the great one. The great one. And you can call in now, 877-381-3811. Just to show you how really sickening this is, you have a Democrat district attorney in Georgia investigating Trump. You have a Democrat district attorney in Manhattan investigating Trump. You've got a Democrat attorney general. These are all elected in New York investigating Trump. And you have a Democrat committee, all elected with two never-Trumpers, investigating Trump. Four investigations. Four investigations by Democrats, certainly Democrat majority, on the January 6th committee. All trying to turn their investigations into criminal cases against President Trump. Now, where's the last time you've seen this? Where's the first time you've seen anything like this? A Democrat district attorney in Georgia, a Democrat attorney general in New York, a Democrat district attorney in Manhattan, a Democrat Pelosi committee in Washington with the two never Trumpers. And this is supposed to be justice in America. Investing everything from Trump's business taxes yet again to Trump's politics in Georgia, yet again. To lies about an insurrection where they're going to write a whole story, which is going to be so convincing, because they're going to lead out all relevant and material facts that, that will show otherwise. And the media will run with it. And the media is still running with these leaks. Then, of course, the Democrat Attorney General 
in New York who ran for office saying she was going to get Trump in jail. And there's not a single legal bar in New York that's taken up that case. They don't need a complaint to do something about that. The New York bar, the New York City bar, they don't need a complaint to take it up. They should just take it up, but they won't. They're busy going after guys in California like John Eastman. That's what's going on. I have a question, ladies and gentlemen. Very serious question for you. Ever hear of Bishop Evan? Ever hear of Bishop Evan? You who read the New York Slimes and the Washington Compost, you probably never heard of Bishop, Bishop Evan. He's probably not on the front page. You who are members of the American Marxist Party, a.k.a. the Democrat Party, you probably never heard of him either. Bishop Eben is a combat veteran, or was. Bishop Eben was a great American patriot. Bishop Eben is an African American. Bishop Eben was with the Texas National Guard. Bishop Eben is dead tonight. Doing the job the federal government's supposed to be doing under Biden. Because Texas is trying to secure its state and Biden won't secure the country. Bishop Eben saw two people drowning in the Rio Grande. And he jumped in. To save them. And he never came out. They just found his body. The two people who he was trying to save. Turns out. They were drug. Sellers and pushers. Bishop Evan was serving his country. Now I have a question. This is the question. The Democrats on January 26th they make a lot of the death of a Capitol Hill police officer which is a horrible thing. He didn't die in the line of duty. He died later of a stroke or a heart attack if my recollection is correct. He died of natural causes. But the media and the Democrats are desperate to link it to that day and those events. As somebody with heart disease, I can tell you, aggressive heart disease, you can get stressed and something can happen and so forth, but it's been building and building and building. It doesn't just happen in the split of a second. Here we have a man who died who shouldn't even have been there because of Joe Biden's policies. He's a Texas National Guardsman. They don't have the kind of expertise and experience that the Border Patrol and ICE do. Their day in and day out job. Will Joe Biden attend his funeral? 
Will Kamala Harris attend his funeral? Will Nancy Pelosi attend his funeral? Will any of the black groups, any of the black groups involved in some peaceful, some violent riots over George Floyd, will they attend his funeral? Will any of the athletes who say they care about black lives, whether they're black or white, will they attend his funeral? This man was trying to save the lives of two individuals who were not white, by the way. And he died. Will the media condemn Joe Biden and his policies? You know the answer to all this is no. Will there be a congressional hearing, the Democrats and the Senate to the House, to get to the bottom of this? No. Does anybody care about Bishop Evan, who lost his life trying to save two people as a Texas National Guardsman who had served his country in combat previously? Looks like a hell of a guy when they flash his picture. It looks like a hell of a guy that you want to meet and you want to know. <clears throat> Not famous. Doesn't make a zillion dollars. Doesn't have mansions. Not held up as a civil rights leader. A patriotic American hero doing his job. Will the media cover his funeral? Will Al Sharpton be there? How about that lawyer? What's his name? Crunch or Crush or whatever his name is. Crump. Will he be there? Will there be speeches about how these people are abused by the Biden administration? The sex trafficking, the drownings. Thousands and thousands of minors roaming without their parents. This is what Joe Biden's done to the border. White House takes no responsibility for Bishop Evans' death. And yet every single person who died from the corona Wuhan virus prior to Biden serving as president was Trump's fault. And the media said it was Trump's fault. We have no graphics from any news platform to look at on the monitor how many minor children have been brought into this country and where are they? We have no graphics by the press on their monitors on how many women and men, children, are now sex trafficked. We have no graphics on how many Americans have died from fentanyl coming into this country through Mexico, whether it's produced by the communist Chinese or these drug cartels. Why not? Where are the graphics? Where are the charts? Where's Fauci? Where's the CDC? Where's the NIH? Where's HHS? Where's all the alphabet soup? Where are they? Why don't they talk about any of this? You know damn well why. You know exactly why. Texas National Guardsman, Bishop Evan, we salute you on the Mark Levin Show.
we salute you. This man loved his country, fought for his country. He didn't buy all the CRT crap. They celebrate the authors who make millions on speeches and book royalties and everything else trying to destroy our country. Or the hosts like Joy Reid and others who hate America, hate it. But Bishop Evan, I was not going to permit this show to go on and at some point end without mentioning you. And thank you and your family for everything. I also want to mention Senator Orrin Hatch. We had quite an interesting relationship. When I was a very young man and first came to Washington, D.C., one of the senators I admired the most was Orrin Hatch. Even before I came to Washington, D.C., he was elected at a very young age, memory serves, 42 or 44 years old, for the first office he ever ran for, United States Senate. He was a lawyer. That was it. I think he was 44. And he took out a long-term moderate, actually a liberal Democrat who pretended to be a moderate, who'd won two or three terms out of Utah. And he won a seat as part of a wave of Reaganism. Now, I don't mean they ran the same year, but Reagan was rising. He was rising in the Republican Party. He was challenging Gerald Ford and all the rest of it. And he won. People were shocked. And he won every election since. I was always a big fan of Orrin Hatch early on. He gave speeches and he served on one committee or another like few senators could or would. He really was fantastic. He came to the defense of so many wonderful people, whether it was Bob Bork, Clarence Thomas. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Ed Meese. And we had a very cordial relationship. He also came to the defense of Donald Trump. And he believed in Donald Trump. And he believed people should get off his back. I got involved in endorsing Warren Hatch. He spoke to me. They have a convention system in Utah, a convention system that I like, as they do in Virginia, which I also like. And um, he was going to be up against and was up against some some tough characters, um, including a congressman who you see on Fox, Jason. And Jason called me and said, why am I backing Hatch? I said, because Hatch has a superb record. And I remember when he defended Clarence and Bob and Bork and others. And he had said to me, and I said, you know, Orrin, you are getting a little wobbly. He said, no, no, that's not, don't worry. I'm, you know, I'm as solid as I always was. Anyway, he won re-election. And, um, then he moved left. And I was very upset. 
and he called me once and I said, we don't really need to talk anymore because I told my audience to be supportive. Let me just put it this way because I have to go. We disagree with each other the last few years he was in the Senate. We disagree with each other, and you know, you could hear me on the mic, disagree with him strongly and aggressively. But as a human being, he was one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. Even though I stopped talking to him, he was one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. It's not like Ben Sass, who's a nasty SOB. He was one of the nicest guys you could meet. But in the last three years or so, I just could not support some of his bipartisan activities. That's all. Rest in peace, Warren Hatch. Rest in peace. You were a warrior for Reagan. You were a warrior for Trump. Even though I had some disagreements with you, you certainly were a decent human being. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Is it, ladies and gentlemen, that Donald Trump is under investigation by four different elected Democrats and a Democrat committee of Congress? Four Democrats. And Joe Biden's not under investigation by a damn soul. It's unbelievable. A Levin surge, which will carry through to tomorrow. We want as many followers on Twitter as possible. We want to show the world that we believe in free speech. And we want to show Mr. Musk that he's in the right direction, moving the country in the right direction. Go to Mark Levin Show Twitter. Mark Levin Show Twitter. Give us a follow. We'll reverse course if we have to, but right now, we want as many of you as possible. Go to Mark Levin Show Twitter, and I'm going to start Twittering. Ooh. Gives me a good feeling. I'll be right back. Are you an individual or business owner facing the heavy burden of back taxes, levies, or wage garnishments? Life's challenges, especially those brought on by the economic impact of COVID-19 and inflation, can take a toll on your financial well-being. Now, the IRS has eliminated over a billion dollars in tax penalties and interest for back taxes. America First Tax Group is here to help you claim your share of these billions in tax relief before the IRS can claim the government share and clamp down. Call them now, 800-806-1299. 
The IRS has people working to collect your money, but it's time to turn the tables, folks. America First Tax Group is a full-service tax boutique that puts clients first. They understand the stress of dealing with tax problems, and they will be your guide through the process. Don't wait. Time is of the essence. Call America First Tax Group. Here's the number, 800-806-1299, 800-806-1299, or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811-877. 3813811 as you know we return to Twitter What was the exact time Mr. Bidderser just for the fun of it 4:52 today 4:52 Eastern time after I learned that Elon Musk had in fact succeeded in purchasing Twitter and his argument that he is going to promote free speech very important and now you can see the the gate is opened the barn door is open and in come the others or out go the others but I want you all to join me over there at Twitter now let's muscle up the platform if they turn on us we'll we'll reverse course but I think for now I don't think a guy would put 45 billion dollars on the line if he's messing around uh I see our friend Tucker Carlson return to Twitter. What time, Mr. Producer? About 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, So I think you'll see others uh, join as well. And they should. And they should, and we will. As I said, I was not banned. I was, by choice, I left. And my tweet was at 4.52 p.m., thanks to new ownership, I've decided to come back. And uh, come back I have. So um, I do want to encourage the other hosts at Fox and elsewhere who left. Most of them didn't. I know my buddy Pete Hegseth left. Come on back. And we'll see how it goes. And I want as many of you to follow me while I'm there if you can. We're going to have fun. We're obviously going to be uh, serious about a number of matters as well. People have been, Mark, please come back. Please come. I said, no, it's a matter of principle. Okay, fine. Now this fellow stepped up like we've been asking people to step up. And I think we should provide him with whatever support we can. You know, trust but verify. That's what we're doing. And uh, so that's what we're going to do. Let's see here. Joe Biden met with Hunter Biden business partner at the White House, New York Post. John Levine and Miranda Devine. Miranda Devine is unbelievable. Hunter Biden's close close business partner, closest business partner, made at least 19 visits to the White House and other official locations between 2009 and 2015, including a sit down with then Vice President Joe Biden in the West Wing. 
Now, why else would he be able to make 19 visits to the White House without Hunter Biden greasing the skids? And why would he be meeting with Hunter Biden's father for any reason whatsoever? He didn't need Hunter Biden's, he didn't need help to meet Hunter Biden. He was his business partner. Visitor logs from the White House of former President Obama, reviewed by the Post, cast further doubt over Joe Biden's claims that he knew nothing of his son's deal. So here we have a current president, and there's not a single investigation of the current president. Hunter Biden, yes. But not a single investigation of the current president, and this involves a serious problem. The millions that flowed into the Biden family from foreign governments and foreign front corporations. There's never been such an allegation against Donald Trump and his family. Eric Schwerin met with Vice President Biden on September 17, 2010, in the West Wing, when he was the president of the since-dissolved investment fund Rosemont Seneca Partners. Hunter Biden's business associates, like Eric Schwerin, had the privilege and were given access to the Obama White House, said Senator Ron Johnson. This is additional evidence that Joe Biden lied when he said he never discussed Hunter's farm business dealings. This is why the Wisconsin Democrat Party and Schumer are throwing everything they have at Ron Johnson. They want to take him out. Twelve past time for the corporate media to demand the truth from Joe Biden. The corruption of Biden Inc. must be exposed, said Ron Johnson. Of all Hunter Biden's business associates, this guy Schwerin had the most intimate access to the vice president's personal finances. Wait, what a goofball. He also looks like he has a unibrow, Mr. Producer. But what do I know? His deep involvement in the personal and professional lives of both Bidens were first revealed in emails contained on a laptop abandoned by Biden, that's Hunter, at a Delaware computer repair store in April 2019. Hard drive emails show he was involved in Joe Biden's personal taxes and discussed the vice president's financial future with him. In October 2009, just months after Hunter co-founded Rosemont Seneca, Schwerwin met with Evan Ryan, Vice President Biden's assistant for intergovernmental affairs and public liaison in the Eisenhower Executive Office building where the vice president's office is based. So say the visitor logs, and we know they don't lie. Thanks, Chris. I will forward this one, she responded to both. Obama named Becker to the job through a recess appointment a month later sparking howls of protest from Republicans at the time. Sloan declined to comment on the emails. That same month, Hunter Biden relapsed into alcohol. Okay, whatever. The point is, the White House was a breeding ground. And this guy, Schwerman, the closest partner, probably confidant that Hunter Biden had, other than his father, was at the White House 19 times under Obama-Biden. How come Obama's never asked about this? You know, I had the cleanest administration in the history. In fact, there were no scandals in my administration. Uh, you are a scandal. You're a walking and talking scandal. Everything you do is scandalous. Schwerin to Hunter, your dad just called me about his mortgage and mentioned he'd be out of... A lot soon, <coughs> excuse me, 
and not really back until Labor Day. He could use some positive news about his future earnings potential, Schwerwin wrote to Hunter Biden. Schwerwin also met with Vice President Biden's Director of Administration, Fasil Aman, in March 2013. March 2012, Schwerwin met with Betsy Massey for a West Wing tour. Massey was an assistant to Jill Biden and wife of Robert Walker, another Hunter Biden business crony. Like cockroaches. Hunter Biden also popped in regularly, showing up for a state dinner offered by President Obama for French President Francois Hollande. February 2014, Hunter Biden also visited with Michael Stratamus, Chief of Staff to White House Senior Advisor Valerie Jarrett. Oh, my God, this goes on and on and on. Hunter Biden's already facing a federal investigation over his tax filing which insiders say has widened to include potential money laundering and violations of lobbying laws. Former business part, and by the way, not a single Democrat committee has conducted an investigation in the House or Senate, and they run the place. Not a single Democrat has called for an investigation. I hasn't seen Dizzy Lizzie Cheney or head case Adam Kingsinger call for it. No, that's a distraction. The current president could be corrupt, could be bought and paid for. That's a distraction from what we're doing. And in comes Kami Raskin, whose father was a red. Oh, yes. This we're telling a story. You're not going to believe it. Oh, it's unbelievable. And Adam Schiff there. Yes, it's unbelievable. Another guy ought to have his law license pulled. He wants to be Speaker of the House, Adam Schiff. He wants to be Speaker of the House. Can you imagine? He wants to be the Democrat Party leader. Chief among the unanswered questions is the identity of the big guy. The big guy. Well, we have the identity. We have an eyewitness. We have documentary evidence in the form of deals, in the form of emails and texts. They just should have called him popcorn. And Mr. Producer, if you're a tough guy, are you calling yourself popcorn? Corn pop? Popcorn? Corn pop? I'll be right back. Mark in. Have you gotten your letter from the IRS yet? These last few years have not been easy on the American family. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them. Well, America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-806-1299. Hello, 800-806-1299. And you'll be in touch with the America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS and help put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-806-1299. That's 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Again, 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com. Dot com slash L-E-V-I-N. Don't forget, folks, join us at Mark Levin Show at Twitter. Mark Levin Show at Twitter. After the program, I'm going to go online and take a good look. Maybe I'll post lots tonight or at least tomorrow. So come join us. 
In the meantime, a very, very important primary in the state of Ohio, right next to my home state of Pennsylvania. And there's an individual running who is Mr. Conservative Ohio. There's just no doubt he was active in the Tea Party movement. He was elected state treasurer as a Tea Party conservative. Uh, He's a combat veteran. Uh, He was a longtime Trump supporter. He's also supported Ted Cruz. He's endorsed by Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, General Flynn, me and many others. Jim Jordan, I believe, as well. Uh, He was unable to nab the endorsement by President Trump. I wish he did. Uh, But that said, President Trump and I are dear, dear friends, but we we don't agree on this one. I am a strong supporter of Josh Mandel. Why? Because it's not a matter of guesswork. He will go to the United States Senate and he'll be just as tough as you saw him at that debate. He'll be just as tough as he's been throughout his life. I'm a combat vet through politics. He's always been opposed by the Kasich Republicans, by the McConnell Republicans. And uh, Josh Mandel, it's a pleasure to have you with us. How's it going there? It's going well, Mark. We have this uh, army of constitutional conservatives throughout the state that are fueling our campaign. You know, the political big brains say that whoever has the most money wins, especially in a state like Ohio, seventh largest state in the nation. But we are defying political wisdom, and we are winning this race because we have this army of constitutional conservatives. And I think, Mark, that the people in my state, Ohio, and frankly, people throughout the country, they're looking to send backbone, steel-spine, constitutional conservative fighters to Washington, people like Ted Cruz, people like Mike Lee, people like Cynthia Lummis, Jim Jordan, and others. And so when people look at my campaign, they see that that is who I am. I am a fighter. And like you referenced, I had no problem taking on John Kasich when he was acting like a Democrat in Columbus, and I'll have no problem taking on Republicans who are acting like Democrats in Washington. And it's interesting to me that your endorsements come from the most reliably constitutional conservatives in the Senate, people you'd be working with, or even in the House, Jim Jordan and so forth. And we all endorsed you long ago. In other words, it wasn't even a close call. We all endorsed you long ago. So I just want to make it abundantly clear. Let's go through a few issues, Josh Mandel. You hear about America first. Didn't you fight for America? Didn't you, didn't you, don't you today fight for the Constitution and the Declaration and secure borders and sound money? In that sense, don't you believe in America first, too? Of course. You know, I'm a Marine Corps vet. Uh, went through Paris Island for boot camp. Did a couple tours in Anbar province, Iraq. Did my small part. And, you know, when I took an oath to defend the Constitution and the Marine Corps, I took that oath very seriously. And when I take an oath to defend the Constitution and the U.S. Senate, I will take it equally seriously. And, you know, a lot of the Republicans, you know, they go to Washington to do good, but I think they stay in Washington to do well. You know, do well for themselves, do well for their family members, their lobbyist cronies, whatever. And when I go to Washington, I'm I'm not going there to play some shirts versus skins, Republican versus Democrat game. I'm going there to stand up for the Constitution and the constitutional principles and rights articulated in that amazing document. I'm going there to stand up for the individual liberty of us as individuals and the freedom of our families. And as you just said, Mark, I am America first 
to the hilt. You will not find anyone who's more America first than me. And it's one of the reasons why we have this enormous outpouring of grassroots support throughout the state. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're doing, bottom-up grassroots support. Peter Thiel is a billionaire who's going from state to state backing candidates that he wishes to purchase a Senate seat for. And he's doing that in Arizona. He's doing it in Ohio. He's doing it in other places. How much money has he put into a political action committee to support J.D. Vance? Do you know? It's uh, up to $13.5 million. And uh, we have another opponent of ours who's put in, I think, $16 million of his own money. Uh, we've got a, a third opponent who's put in, I think, over $15 million of his family money. I mean, Mark, the amount of money that's coming in against us from all these different candidates is amazing. You know, I've got never Trumpers running against me. I've got pro impeachment rhinos running against me. I've got people running against me who think that Mitt Romney is a example of uh, how they should act in Washington. And I'll tell you what I'm excited about this coming Friday and Saturday, Mark, we've got Ted Cruz coming to Ohio to barnstorm the state with me. Um, we're going to, we're going to, post all the events on our website, joshmandel.com, again, J-O-S-H-M-A-N-D-E-L.com, and uh, we're excited to have crews coming in. We're going to be in Dayton, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Columbus, Toledo, and other parts of the state as well, and very proud to have earned Senator Cruz's support, and uh, I'm grateful that he's coming uh, to Ohio to campaign for me. Why is this race important in Ohio and to the entire nation? One of the most important things for the nation uh, is ensuring that this next generation of Republicans who are elected are constitutional conservative fighters. We cannot afford to have more rhinos in Washington. We cannot afford to have more Mitt Romneys, more Adam Kinzingers, more Liz Cheney's, more Anthony Gonzalez's. We just can't afford it. And, you know, we're at a crossroads or a fork on the roads, I should say, in the uh, Republican Party. And I think this election here in Ohio is ground zero for that fork in the roads. You know, down one path goes these big government, I hate to even call them Republicans because I don't even know what they are, like Romney and Cheney and uh, Kinzinger and Gonzalez and others. And that's not the path we can be taking. The path we need to be taking is electing people who did we lose him, Mr. Producer? We want to get him back. We will bring him right back. That's uh, Josh Mandel. And, you know, it's really low. Politics is really loathsome in many ways because they have uh, they've tried to drag his divorce into the case. And I understand it was a fairly, you know, uh, calm event as, as these things go. And uh, they spread gossip about him all over the place. I do want to ask him about that. How does he put up with that and his minor children as well? And uh, it's too bad that this happens in a Republican primary. Now, why is this race important in California, important in New York, important in Texas, important in Florida and Maine and everywhere else? Because there's only 100 senators, and they all vote on matters that affect us. That's why we have to get involved with each and every one of them. When we come back, hopefully, we'll have our friend Josh Mandel, if the Russians stop interfering with us. I'll be right back.
Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government. And they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true. And I was shocked when I read the secret war on cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. So you need to read the war on cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. Now, this war on cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners by calling now, 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Mark Levin, America's tyranny hunter. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Josh Mandel is running against millionaires and billionaires with their money who all claim to be for the working class. It's very funny. Uh, Two quick questions, Josh. Yes or no? Are you a billionaire? I am not. Are you a multimillionaire? I am not. All right. One of the things that's been going on is the trashing of your family. You know, people go through divorce and uh, you have minors and so forth. What do you make of the way that people are dragging you and your family into the dirt? What's that like? They're desperate. I mean, my opponents are so desperate. Listen, my uh, son Gideon is five years old. My son Judah is seven years old. My daughter Rosie is nine years old. And we're, we're raising them to be proud Americans, to be patriots, proud Jews, and also just to treat everyone like a VIP. I teach them, you go to a restaurant, it doesn't matter whether you're talking to the owner of the restaurant or the busboy. You treat them with dignity and respect the same way. You go to someone's office, whether it's the owner of the company or the janitor, you treat them the same way. It doesn't matter what color skin they have, what religion they are, anything. You just treat everyone like a VIP, and that's how I'm trying to raise my kids. I know it's how the vast, vast, vast majority of your listeners are, are raising their kids, but you know we've got people in this race against me who uh, are so desperate and just make up lies. We've got people on the radical left and the secular left who attack me every day. And listen, I'm, I'm unfazed by it. I'm unafraid of it. Uh, you know, one of the uh, 14 leadership traits and principles they taught us in the Marine Corps, Mark, was uh, bearing. 
keeping your bearing, not, not getting too high in the good days, not getting too low in the bad days, just being steady and rock solid. Uh, it's who I was as a Marine. It's who I will be as a United States Senator. It's who I am as a father. And uh, it's just uh, how I'm wired. And listen, I know you're the same way. You know, when I think of the different voices in the conservative movement, and I think of someone who is unafraid, who is steady, and who's just a preeminent constitutional scholar, I think of you. And uh, that's why I'm so grateful to have this time talking with you and your your listeners. And I know a lot of your listeners know who I am because I've been on the show before. But for those of you who don't, check me out on my website. It's joshmandel.com, J-O-S-H-M-A-N-D-E-L.com. Because I'm not a multimillionaire or billionaire, um, I don't have the money to fund my campaign like my opponents do. And so I need people like you all across America to go on my website, joshmandel.com, give 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks. It all adds up and it helps us project our message. And the ad we're running right now, Mark, is an ad with Ted Cruz endorsing me. And it's running pretty heavy in Cleveland and Columbus and Dayton and Cincinnati, but we can't afford to run it in other parts of the state. And so the donations your listeners make will help us run this Ted Cruz endorsement ad in uh, every, every living room we can throughout Ohio. And what's most important to me, Josh Mandel, is you have been a principled constitutional conservative, a man who believes in free market capitalism, a man who believes in securing our border, a man who believes in the most powerful military on the face of the earth, a man who's confronted and fought the Republican establishment his entire political career. That's what matters to me, even more than any endorsement. So what do you think when... Some guy gets on Twitter. I'm back on Twitter as of three hours ago. Some guy gets on four hours ago, Twitter, and accuses you of being a warmongering rhino. Are you a warmongering rhino, Josh Mando? Not at all. I mean, listen, the voters of my state, Mark, they're smart. And when people lob false attacks against me like that, the voters of Ohio see right through it because they know of, of the, all the people running for U.S. Senate here, there's only one guy who's had the courage and the backbone to take on the rhinos here in Ohio. I'm the only one that has the scars who's actually shed blood in the process of being John Kasich's worst nightmare. When Kasich was doing the Obamacare expansion, when Kasich was doing the Common Core federal education standards, when Kasich was trying to stop the pro-life heartbeat bill, when Kasich was trying to keep the state's finances in the dark. And where was J.D. Vance? I'm just curious. I'm bringing it up, not you. Where was J.D. Vance when all this was going on? He was a registered Democrat living in San Francisco. I just want to make sure the public understands because the facts need to get out. You didn't say that. I drew it out of you. All right, go back to your record. I'm sorry. Listen, facts are facts. And the fact is, in this race for U.S. Senate in Ohio, the election is a week from tomorrow. And so if your listeners want to make an impact and elect someone who's going to be like a Ted Cruz or a Jim Jordan in Washington, there's only one candidate like that in this race. It's me, Josh Mandel. And, uh, you know, you go on my website, joshmandel.com, and it says very clearly, pro-God, pro-gun, pro-liberty, pro-Trump. And uh, let me break those down if I could real quick. You know, pro-God meaning protecting life from conception to natural death, protecting the Judeo-Christian bedrock of America, protecting our religious liberty. Pro-gun meaning that the Second Amendment shall not be infringed, period. 
our right to bear arms was given to us from God, and we will use it to protect our families and our Constitution. Pro-liberty, meaning that the liberty of us as individuals is something for which brave men fought for, with blood on their feet marching through the snow in 1776, and brave men and women have fought for for many generations and centuries in this country, pay the ultimate sacrifice in places like Iwo Jima, Normandy, Omaha Beach, and we now, our generation, Mark, we have to defend that liberty. And pro-Trump, meaning that I'm for the America First agenda, and listen, the, the left and the media, they think America First is a slogan. It's not a slogan. It's a governing philosophy. It means putting the American people first when it comes to protecting our jobs and making sure we bring jobs back from Shanghai, jobs back from Mexico City, jobs back from Delhi. It means securing our border, not because we hate foreigners, but because we love America. We love our family and our friends and our communities. And so if you like what you're hearing, wherever you are in America, wherever you are in the world listening, I appreciate you going on my website, joshmandel.com, and pitching in because we are up against incredible amount of monies from the Never Trumper wing of the party, incredible amount of money from the squishy rhino wing of the party. And the only way to defeat it is with this grassroots army we have on the ground here and with people around America giving 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 30 bucks on joshmandel.com. Quick question before we have to leave, Josh Mandel, which is this. Why do you think you can win a statewide election against this phony moderate Democrat that they're going to put up who's really kind of a thug? He pretends he's a moderate, but he's a leftist. Why, why do you think you can win a state right race better than any of these other Republicans? Because you have, for one. Yeah, that's the main one. I'm the only one running in this race who's actually won statewide office in Ohio, let alone twice, let alone by double digits. That's number one. Number two, Tim Ryan, who's my Democrat opponent in November, we're going to go head-to-head with him, and we're going to educate the people. We're going to educate the people that while he has voted with Nancy Pelosi 95% of the time, I will be the most fierce opponent to the Pelosi, Biden, Schumer, big government socialist agenda. We are going to educate the people of our state that while Tim Ryan is for the Green New Deal, which would kill jobs in Ohio, which would put America at a competitive disadvantage in the global marketplace, which would make America less safe, that I'm going to do everything I can to advance the cause of American natural resources, drilling for oil and gas in places like Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Texas, Colorado, Oklahoma, that in fact the natural resources we are blessed to have beneath our feet, these are assets, not liabilities, like the left wants us to believe. Third, we're going to educate the people on the fact that Tim Ryan, my Democrat opponent, wants to defund the police, which I think is an idea rooted in socialism and Marxism. It's an anti-American idea. In fact, I believe the police are the good guys. I believe men and women who serve in the military are the good guys, and we're going to do everything we can to equip them to keep our community safe and our country safe. And those are a lot of the reasons why I'm going to beat Tim Ryan in November. And not only are we going to beat him, Mark, I am by far the best candidate to beat him and beat him by a big margin. Mm -hmm. I agree 100%. Now, has Mitch McConnell contacted you and said, go get him, kid, or anything of that sort? I have not talked with him at all this entire race. But I'll tell you who has contacted me and is coming to Ohio to campaign for me, Senator Ted Cruz. Ted is going to be here 
this coming Friday and Saturday. If uh, anyone from Ohio is listening and wants to come to our rallies with Ted Cruz, you can go on my website, joshmandel.com, and see a list of the rallies. We're going to be in Dayton, Cleveland, Columbus, Toledo, Cincinnati, Barnstorm in the state. And if, if you live next door in Indiana or Pennsylvania or Michigan or West Virginia or Kentucky, you're invited as well. If you're a, a follower of the great one, you're invited to uh, come hang out with me and Ted Cruz this coming Friday and Saturday. And I, I want to point out, to his credit, that President Trump, when he was in Ohio the other day, he said there's a number of good candidates running, and he did not attack you. He did not attack you by name. He did not attack you indirectly. He did not attack you. Did you notice that? I did. I did. Listen, I think President Trump knows that while a lot of these people running against me were with Kasich to the bitter end, that I was the first statewide official in Ohio to have the courage to support President Trump when most of the rhino Republicans in Ohio were jumping ship after the Access Hollywood tapes came up. I stuck with President Trump and had his back. And I think President Trump knows that. You know, I've sat down with him, had great conversation with him, and I think he knows that in this race for U.S. Senate, there is no one who will be a more fierce fighter for and defender of the Trump America First agenda. Yeah, and if you're the nominee, and I sure as hell hope you are for the sake of the people in Ohio, but sake of the people in this country. I just know what a great senator you would be, what an outstanding voice you would be for our cause, and that you understand what we're up against. And it didn't come lately. You're not a J.D. lately. You are a long-time, lifelong Reagan-Trump constitutional conservative. I just know if you're the nominee, President Trump will swing right behind you. I believe that very, very strongly. You have the best chance of uniting the Republican Party in Ohio than anybody else to take on the Democrat Party. Folks, if you want to help them, whether you're in New York or California, whether you're in Illinois, Texas, wherever you are, please go to joshmandel.com. That's J-O-S-H-M-A-N-D-E-L.com. We will put that on our Twitter site, Getter, Parler, Truth Social, all four. JoshMandel.com. You know I strongly encourage you to support him. Josh, thank you, my friend, and good luck to you. Thanks, Mark. Thank you so much. All right. God bless. Isn't he great? It's different when you actually hear somebody versus what people say about him or tweet about him or how they characterize him. He's telling you he has three little kids, and what he's saying there, he and his ex-wife are raising them very, very well. I'm sure they have everything worked out. It's not easy. And all that said, he's not the person that they're trying to create. Oh, you must be a rhino. I love when people say that who've never served, who've never fought McConnell, who just big mouths with, uh, with keyboards in front of them. Come on, folks. We have read life back into Twitter. It's Mark Levin Show at Twitter. Mark Levin Show at I know it's Twitter. I'm making fun. Mark Levin Show at Twitter. Mark Levin Show at Twitter, where we can tweet to our heart's desire. Come on over and join us. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Back that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. 
ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. see the war against Ron DeSantis. Sonny Houston is a moron. I don't know how she got a law degree. Bigotry's on the ballot when it comes to Ron DeSantis and the Republican-based response to it. What a nasty fraud. Where does she send her children to school? And I wonder if the school, being a public school, of course, subjects her kids to Issues involving their genitalia, whether they want to keep their genitalia, whether they want to change their genitalia, and that should be kept from parents. You see, Sonny Hostin doesn't believe in parents' rights. Sonny Hostin, if that is her name, Hostin, Houston, whatever the hell it is, what is it with these names to, like, Joy? Joy's not joyful. It ought to be Yenta and Sonny Houston. Nothing sunny about her. She's a negative wet blanket. May I say, and I think I did. And is Anna Navarro on there forever now, Mr. Producer? Oh, my God. The especially stupid chair that she fills. Man, oh, man, this is one of those shows where I could have gone on a fourth hour, even a fifth hour. Could have done a Jerry Lewis marathon. I think I should do a fourth hour. The demand is great, Mr. Producer. Especially in New York, don't you think? I really think it is. Now we have Twitter. We're back on Twitter. Thanks to Elon Musk. Elon, keep back on free speech. We'll stick with you. But we don't forget the other sites either. Nevermore. So keep an eye. Follow us. Join us. 2.6 million. We're headed for three before you know it. The Empire will strike back. A.K.A. The Mark Levin Show. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our trucker friends, and our Ukrainian brothers and sisters. 